Hello, beautiful ladies and men, um, and any others out there, of course. This is Headspace, and today you're joined by the lovely, beautiful, and sexy number one male in the entire world, Seth. Yes, sir. How's it going, everybody? How do we duty? Seth Green? I'm kidding. Um, and then me, Ethan, the uh, one and only game dev. And uh, yeah, today's going to be more of a, I, th- I would say, a shorter episode. Yeah. Um, due to time. Uh, just- um, yeah. And also, it's just going to be us two today. Uh, Craig assassinated Joseph. Yeah, recently Joseph was assassinated um, for making too many remarks about the whole Syria operation in the past few episodes. But um, yeah, hopefully we can resurrect him with the Necronomicon or something. We'll find we'll find out. But we'll get it. We'll yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll be back. That's all that matters. All right, so. Seth, you had something beautiful that you wanted to talk about, correct? I sure did. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, one of the most plentifully non-plentiful resources on Earth. One of the most important resources on Earth, uh, water. And I wanted to make it a really first world problem because I want to talk about the different types of water that's out there. Uh, Number one sparkling water is actually pretty fucking good uh i know that's kind of a controversial opinion to have and it might get me assassinated by craig uh next week but we'll see <laughs> currently sipping on a uh coconut pineapple bubbly right now and you know what it's it's pretty fucking good i i recently had the great bubbly with maddie and that's a good one too yeah i actually really like that one um but sparkling water Okay, so th- this is what I have to say about sparkling water. I'll drink it every now and then, okay? But, like, I guess if I was wanting to substitute soda, then I guess that's, like, my best alternative, I guess. But they're, they're not really the same. You don't have to lie to yourself. Soda and sparkling water are completely fucking different. Well, yeah. There, who's, like, or I don't drink soda. I drink sparkling water. One, okay, good job. Thank you for proving how fucking mature you are. Uh, two, you're a liar. You are lying. They are not similar. <laughs> All right, well, I think as a first world problem, I think, yeah, actually, I realized this the other night. Um, I was drinking purified water and uh, straight out the, the fridge. And I was thinking, you know, I'm starting to not really like purified water, but it's because I've been using or drinking purified water for so long. Like growing up, I just drank normal tap water, you know, the radioactive shit. Exactly. It's good for you. Yeah. But I've been drinking that and then I've been getting more and more purified, but like, I don't know why, but. I need to change it up somehow. I think I'll include sparkling water more. That way, yeah, throw in some have, sparkling water. Yeah, Add some fucking flavor to your life, dude. Yeah, 
Also, anyone that hates on water and says, I don't like to drink it. It doesn't taste as good as soda. You're nasty. Yeah, I was about I, to say, it's genuinely kind of disgusting. People, I literally say. grew up, like, just chugging Mountain Dew Kickstarts. I don't know why, but, like, it was just pure gamer fuel. Like, I was constantly up late nights just playing Call of Duty or whatever and drinking Mountain Dew Kickstarts. And my health has never recovered since. But um, for let those... Let that be a warning. Yeah, exactly. And I switched to water mainly because of Maddie. She, I think she's definitely got me to like it more. And uh, honestly, I think it's a better health food or better health choice because if you just sit and drink nothing but water, obviously it's not going to taste as good. But water is yeah. like, it's not, it doesn't matter what it really tastes like. It's just something to drink. Like, I'm pretty sure if you spend your days you know, chugging fucking soda every second. That leads to kidney stones, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know from experience, because thank God I haven't had to, but past I know. stone is supposedly very painful. So I would I, not do that. Yeah, my grandpa, he's gotten a few, but like, I, I mean, and he doesn't even drink soda at all. That's the crazy part. I think, I, I mean, I've never had one either. But I've drank it my entire life. Like, I never understood how I never got a kidney stone growing yeah. up because I, I've i probably consumed, um, like, if you were to look in a gas station, like, drink section, and you just took one of those panels with all the drinks and filled it all the way up with Mountain Dew Kickstarts, I think that's a good justification of how many I have drank. Yeah, I, I, why Kickstart specifically? That's that's a topic too. The Mountain Dew varieties is Kickstart like your favorite type of Mountain Dew now? Well, Kickstart it all started with Mountain Dew, of course. Like I liked Mountain Dew, and the then yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, so I drank Mountain Dew for a long time. Like that become or that became my favorite, and then also. My uncle, he would go and purchase the really bad knockoff brand called Mountain Lightning. Oh, yeah, that but shit's fire. What are you talking about? It, it's good, but it's like, I don't know. Um, and then there's also the Dollar General brand. I, I, I can't remember. I think it might be Mountain Lightning. I don't know. So, but Yeah, I think there's like Mountain Shouting might be another. Oh, it, it was citrus. It was like citrus soda or something. Yeah. That's what it was from Dog General. But I would I would slurp that one up too. But uh, yeah, I started without or started with those and then I think with one of the new Call of Duties or something, they launched Kickstart. And I was like, a monster, but it's Mountain Dew. Because I, I didn't like monsters or Red Bulls at all. So um like monsters are just too much to me. Like uh, I don't know how people drink it, but uh, so I started drinking the Kickstarts more, um, the Fruit Punch one, top tier. Um, I usually like orange flavored things, but I don't like the orange Kickstarts. It literally tastes You're like insane. ass. You are insane. Sorry, it the doesn't. What is so good? That's the one I hate the most. Like it literally tastes like. If someone was a fart on an orange and like you just eat it, like, that's, it's, so, that's not true. 
That it's, is not true. Yes. It tastes like if you were to go to a like a like an orange field, the smell of the orange trees. That's how it tastes. Don't listen to this fucking heretic. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, speaking of oranges, have you had a sumo orange yet? A what? A sumo orange. I don't even know what that is. Okay, so it's basically an orange that has like a little um, nipple on top, right? And it's kind of like a hat, I guess, because you basically just cut the bottom of that hat or nipple, and the the orange, all you have to do, it's not stuck, so the inside, you know how when you peel an orange, usually the skin or the rind or whatever is attached yeah, and it's like it's just a pain. I mean, that's what oranges are known for being a pain to, yeah, open, too hard or to peel. Eat. Yeah, but the sumo orange, you literally just cut the nipple, the top off, and then it just it's already like you it, you can just peel off. I don't know how to explain. It. Like it, it's it's a lot better. To oh peel. dang! So does it, does it taste any different? No, it, it honestly tastes the same. But I mean, I like it better than a regular orange. I guess I don't know why, but. Um, some oranges I'm pretty sure you can get at. I know you can get them at Kroger. I don't know about Walmart or Target or any place like that, but I know you can get them at Kroger. They're really good. They're a little bit more expensive, I think, like maybe like a dollar or something. But I mean, if you just want something to snack on throughout the day, I think a sumo orange is really easy to get into. Do you know, like the uh, where the naming scheme came from, like why the fuck's it called a sumo orange? I honestly have no idea. I was thinking about looking it up recently, but I just, I haven't yet. If anyone's yeah. interested, go ahead and look it up. Because you know, I don't I don't mean to offend anybody, but when you put sumo in front of something, it kind of sounds Japanese. Yeah, That's the impression that I get. So I, I I wouldn't be too surprised if those if those guys made some fucking crazy advancement in orange technology. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely GMO'd. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah, so... That shit um, is not of God. Yeah. I recommend it, though, for anyone that wants a good fruit snack. Um, But back to the drinks thing. Um, I drank all those Kickstarts, and then, like, they ended up coming out with Mountain Dew... Or, well, Mountain Dew Whiteout. I discovered that, right? Yeah. And, uh... I think that one's honestly the best. I don't know why. Like, it just sucks that it happens to look like a male secretion. But uh, I used to like whiteout a lot, but I something changed, and I like it has such like a there's like such a harsh acidity to it that it just like hurts my tongue. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The drink Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, Mountain Dew SA. I like that one too. Um, Code red and the uh, blue voltage. I can't remember what the blue one. I think that's what it's called. It's but voltage, yeah. yeah, I don't really like those two, unfortunately. But oh, okay, like, well, yeah, voltage Which, is pretty good. I haven't had a voltage in a long time because I'm one of those uh, sick fucks who drink only the diet variant of everything. And they don't have diet voltage. But I can't. That That's something, unfortunately, I hate on, too. I don't it, like diet. It's not bad, man. You just 
there's kind of a, you have to get used to it. There's a little bit of a hump. You got to get used to like a, a different flavor profile. But once you I get, know. it's mind, it's mind blowing. It's pretty good. I've heard some bad things about diet though. There's I mean, bad I things about both of them. The, I know. At least with, you know, the diet variant, I'm not gaining weight. Sure. Yeah. I'm, or microplastics in my body, but who cares? There's really microplastics in my bloodstream. Yeah. Oh, did you know with water, right? Uh, yeah. A water bottle, if you leave it in the sun, like just like, for example, if you leave water bottle in your car, it's actually not good to drink it because oh, it just marinates. It marinates in microplastics from yeah. the, from the water bottle. So I've, I've gotten better about not drinking it. Um, I, I try my absolute hardest, but if you know, I'm coming back from a hot day working, on, <laughs> working on the fucking fields and I get in my car, I'm drinking that fucking water bottle. No matter. I know. I actually just did that yesterday. I was just, as I was drinking, I was like, well, microplastics, here we come. I don't know why I like all of a sudden I started caring about microplastics, but everybody's talking about it, man. Yeah, I think ever since I learned about it, I'm like, oh shit. Well, like, oh my god, I have fucking plastic floating around in my DNA. Apparently, yeah, I, the blood brain barrier, dude. There's microplastics like in our brain. It's oh god, hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. My grandma, she would freaking drink diet right. I don't know how that woman did it, but she would drink doc or yeah, diet right, and then my grandpa would drink um Doctor uh Doctor Man, what's the off brand Doctor Pepper? Doctor or Mr. Pib? Yeah, Mr. Pib. Yeah, oh Mr. my Pib. Oh my god. My grandpa would drink that too. Um I think Someone told me that I don't know if this is true. This is what I was talking about with like the bad things about diet drinks. When I was little, someone told me that diet drinks can give you dementia. And ever since then, like when I saw my grandma drink diorites as a kid, I just kept on looking like, you're going to start forgetting stuff. (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like some sort of like slight link. But, you know, again, I'm not gaining weight when I'm drinking diet, so I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dementia is a fucking scary thing. Have you ever heard uh, there's like an eight-hour-long song? I advise anybody out there to go through the experience of listening to it. It's called, like, um, it's by this guy called The Caretaker. You know what I'm talking about? It's called uh, uh, it's like I know. an eight-hour-long song. And the first song is called like it's all it's just a burning memory or something. I'm not too sure. I I mean I do know of the ending or the end of the world album. Like yeah, the I one where it's it's do. yeah the depiction of the end of the universe all like happening at once. That that album is crazy. I remember I listened to it one night going to sleep and I was tripping balls, dude. I was like yeah yeah everywhere at the end of. That's what it is. Yeah, everywhere at the end of time. Like, that yeah. is creepy. It's fucking scary, dude. Mm-hmm. A, songs themselves are actually not bad. They're just eerie as hell. But they don't sound too bad. 
it's a weird depiction, but if you can think about it and like just as you're listening to it, you're just like if you're picturing it and conceptualizing it, then yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I don't um, know. Um, with songs though, there was something that I've been thinking of for like the last month, and mm-hmm. I'm making a comprehensive. I forgot if I talked about this on the podcast. I don't think I did. Yeah, I'm making a comprehensive list of songs that I just never want to hear again. Yeah. Yeah, and and number one on that list is Foo Fighters' The Pretender. (laughs) I've heard it so much. I cannot stand to hear that song one more fucking time. How does it go? It's like, uh, oh my God, it's Give you in the dark, you know they all pretend. I I might know it, but I I never really listen to Foo Fighters, unfortunately. You've probably think, heard it. It's a huge radio hit. Oh, uh, well. Um, yeah, I've got a few, too. I'll, I'll just say um, most Linkin Park songs. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we've already talked about this, but... Oh, yeah, we did We did talk about Linkin Park, yeah. Yeah, Linkin Park. Um, honestly, a lot of Eminem songs, because that's what I just grew up on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any country songs that are like popular from the 2000s because that's all my mom would play in the car. Uh, I think I could go without. I mean, with the Eminem songs, I could definitely go without Not Afraid. I listened to that this morning. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, I can't I do can't this anymore. That. Yeah, that one's, I've done with that one permanently. It's or, yeah, or like um, Till I Collapse. Yeah, like, I've heard the yo. I've heard that so many times. Like Modern Warfare Three in the trailer. Yep. Um, Real Steel. Yeah, bro, that was a classic. I love that, that movie, movie. Was actually pretty good. Yeah, I liked that one. It was really good. Lose yourself. I could also go with that. <laughs> yeah. Lose yourself and need that moment. go. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, uh, one that's on my list, and I never even liked this song. I just never want to hear it again. That that like new song where it's like A B C D E. Oh, oh my god! I hate that song. I hate. I no, hate. I've got. There's a song out right now from Lizzo. Maddie loves playing it just to annoy me, but it's a song called about damn time where she's like i'm gonna need a sentimental oh my yep. god dude i've heard that on the radio a couple fucking I, times i can't like my brain goes insane i'm sorry lizzo i like boys that song but i i don't like about damn time it's been played too much in my brain i can't yeah like most of maddie's tiktoks i think for an entire day were just that song and i was going insane I, I that was something that we talked about was how, you know, you quit using fucking TikTok. Have you relapsed? Have you gone back <laughs> at all? So I actually caved last night and I was like, you know what? I kind of, well, I like TikTok because I get unity stuff. Like I, I get video game developer like tips. Oh, yeah. And like, 
Here's a second tutorial for how to add fucking line devs to your game. Yeah, but I also get cool things like memories. Like I um this morning I got a TikTok of the Mortal Kombat 11 reveal trailer with uh where it has 21 Savage. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, that that trailer, it's beautiful. Like the fight choreography. Did you yeah. like Mortal Kombat 11 itself though? I mean, I grinded the shit out of that game. I, I played yeah. it a bunch, but. That was mainly because I just loved Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. And Malik, he uh, he actually really does like Mortal Kombat. Like he, no joke, we can ask him about this if he ever comes on, but he had a friend that was like, it, it was his trainer, his mentor. And this guy, it was this guy on Mortal Kombat and he, he played with him every day. No joke. Like they were playing Mortal Kombat 9 for maybe two years. Jesus. And like Malik just wouldn't play Mortal Kombat 11. I was like, dude, just play Mortal Kombat 11. Or it wouldn't play Mortal Kombat 9. It was Mortal Kombat 10. And like Malik could whoop my ass on Mortal Kombat 10. But Mortal Kombat 11, before he was playing it, I was destroying him. Like I was unstoppable. But Malik, I definitely will give him some. Uh, I'll give him a purple heart. For trying to become so good at uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat, like he, le- I've never seen someone so dedicated at trying to get good at a game. Like I'm pretty sure he's still so hard to get good at too. Yes, like he mastered iframes, if you know what that is. Yeah. Um. shit. Yeah. Um. Just certain characters, like he would go down the roster. Mastering characters like he was becoming a jack of all trades is insane. Um, but uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember like what we're talking about a second ago because I got so sidetracked with Mortal Kombat. Um, we're talking about sodas and stuff. It was a uh, uh, music you never want to hear again, and we were on. Oh yes, fucking uh, till I collapse. Yeah, until I collapse in about damn time and yeah. stuff. Yeah, some of those songs I just can't handle. Recently, I've been loving Breakcore. I don't know what why. Breakcore, what is that? So, Breakcore is... This This actually is what inspired me to make that uh, 3D parkour game I was telling you, or showing you earlier, before yeah. we started this. Um, so, Breakcore is the music... That would be in like a fast-paced game in the 2000s. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, that kind of makes like so kind of like dubstepy in a way. Kind of. It was more like it's more like very rough and like there's a lot of sounds going on. Like, um, kind of like there's a lot of snare in it. Like okay. it's very very yeah. rough and cut edge. And yeah. It's it's so nostalgic too because it's like a song you would think of Sonic running to or like uh, Sunset Overdrive like that that would be a perfect example or yeah um like it'd be a song that would be in a uh, Tony Hawk uh, montage clip or something um, or like Skate Three whatever 
but like in the videos back in 2010 and stuff like oh my god whoa we just had a random outbreak of audio cutting that just happened um that, that motherfucker craig man yep they're constantly coming after our buttholes to not let us get any good audio recordings in but um right before we cut off we were just talking about the uh valve industry right yeah yeah, yeah. music has a very effective use of their music like um portal 2 like uh if you were close to like a fucking faith plate or something it would change the music up if you were flying through the air, the music would change. If you were next to a light bridge, the music would change. I just think that's wow. really cool. Um, Left 4 Dead 2 had a similar thing where like music cues would tell you what type of special infected just spawned. And that was really cool to get good at learning which music cue does what. And yes. Team Fortress 2 just had like a full nine string guitar on the character selection screen. Every single character was a different like a uh, chord or something. Oh wow! Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, thing I just had in my mind. Well, anyway, um, when it comes to Valve, like I've been starting to understand how much they revolutionized video game development. Yeah, because every day that I try to learn a new technique out. I, re- I find out that Valve discovered it. Like, that's a technique that they used in the game. And I'm like, what? Like, just earlier, I was trying to make a PS1 type of render effect to make the game look downscaled in render, like, or in pixels, I guess, in resolution. And I found out that um, Valve used this technique with the skybox. So you know what a skybox is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the just image on the skybox that gives the illusion of a sky. Yeah, you can either have a cube map, which is a... It's basically like just a cube laid out, and you just put pictures on every side of the cube. And then like that that's where the skybox can be. Or it can just be a picture that is like displayed as a circle, like in a radial type of sense yeah um but what i was trying to get to was actually valve they use this model they like they, they all they do for the environments is that they use a model and they downscale it and depending on like where you are in the game the environment changes like um for example if you're in the beginning of the game and you see something out in the distance it'll change the lighting and everything will change if you see it later in the game from a different yeah. perspective and like that revolutionized that technique and i just mm-hmm. learned about that today which is really cool but I believe it valve is fucking crazy man they really never made a bad game. yeah honestly i've been wanting to play half-life alex so bad because it, it just looks beautiful like yeah. the story the story is so good and it, it was one of those, it's a game that came out before its time, if that makes sense. Like, I think for that to be one of the first VR games recently, like mm-hmm. they're coming out with VR, 
or any VR kind of stuff, like for that to be one of the first games, is like, oh, what in the hell? Like that is a yeah, that is so bizarre. Kind of like Avatar. They always was, do. Yeah, Avatar with CGI and visual effects, like that was way before its time. Like I've never seen anything like that when I think about like visual effects back then and stuff. And then uh, I'm trying to think. There was like Assassin's Creed. There's there's just games back then, like Assassin's Creed Two. I know it didn't look amazing, but I mean, like for that time, I think I thought it was bad. yeah, it looked yeah, pretty good. I thought it was beautiful. Um, and yeah, and then I've got uh, I've got one more example as well. The Chort Become Human. That game is beautiful. Yeah. I don't know if you've played it. At all, I but. I watched a, a streamer play through the whole thing. It was a Germa. I watched him play it. I think mm-hmm. I haven't watched Germa. I've been wanting to. I always I constantly see clips of him all the time and stuff. People say he's not real. <laughs> yeah, he's he's those. my favorite streamer. He's very funny. Okay, I'll have to watch him. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, just graphics and whatnot. In general, like it's it's awesome to see the progression of all this stuff. Um, yeah. Unreal Engine Five. I just played the Matrix demo on the PS Five. Yeah, ago. that demo looked crazy. I didn't play it, but I watched uh, somewhere near Gamers. I watched him play it, and it it looked pretty cool. It, it is insane. I was just like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Like it's. Oh my gosh. And the fact that you can change the, uh, like, what renders so you can have. I was about to like, say that. Yeah, you can change, like, the video settings and shit, like, while you're in the game. Yes, yes. You can change the, uh, the textures. You can show the, um, you can show either polygons or. God. It was some other type of textures, um, texture maps, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, or triangles. Uh, there's a new term I'm trying to think about that's like revolutionary with Unreal Engine Five. But basically, it looks really good. It runs really smooth. If a GTA game in the future was to be made with Unreal Engine Five, oh my god! Like, there's so much potential. There's people that are actually modding the demo. And creating people uh, like characters like the Flash and stuff, and Superman, cool. and someone uh, made Spider Man in the Unreal Five demo, and like it, it's insane. If Spider Man Two, the sequel game that comes out soon or like next year, uh, if it looks anything close to that, oh my god! Like, yeah, that's the type of game I need. And the Wolverine game that's coming out too. A year later after that? I even heard about that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so Spider-Man 2, when the trailer came out for that, it was the next trailer like, after that it got revealed. And so there's going to be a, a hopefully a story-driven like, not really free roam because I don't really like free roam yeah. uh, superhero games. Like, I, I prefer more of a linear type of, like, Spider-Man's okay, like, Spider Man makes sense. It, the game's yeah. 
be as much Spider-Man if they weren't open world. But for a lot of games, I can see what you mean. Because like, yeah. uh, sometimes an open world just hinders a game, honestly. Exactly. I mean, uh, for example, Lego Marvel Heroes. Yeah. Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Uh, the free room was fun, but honestly, I kind of like when I think about it now, it was a little bit too like there was just too much to do. I yeah. prefer more. I prefer a Lego game to be more linear, kind of like Lego Star Wars, the new one that came out, mm-hmm. but just not as buggy <laughs> and glitchy. But uh, that one's it's buggy. It's really it really it's bad. it's bad. It's bad. Like it's really bad. Um, and. Their DLCs are just characters, not levels. Damn. Which I hate. I hate when Lego does that. That's really annoying. The um is it TR? Yeah. That's or, the company. I think it's like TT, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's TT. I they just need to change that. Like they need it's, yeah. they need to come out with levels too. You can't just give characters, but um for superhero games. Like we were saying, open world works only for some of the characters. Like Superman, yes, because he can fly around yeah. and beat people up. Like that's the whole thing. Batman, perfect. Batman is a like Batman will work in a linear storyline or an open world storyline because he's just mm-hmm. like it, it'll work either way. And um, I mean, we've seen mixes of that in Batman: Arkham Asylum, or yeah. Um, like when you have linear and open world mixing together where like, Oh God, it just creates this beautiful masterpiece. I wanted mm-hmm. to play those three games again recently. Um, but I'm waiting for the new PlayStation plus thing to come out or whatever and fix everything. Cause you can't use PlayStation now right now, which is stupid. Um, which lets you play like backwards compatibility games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, but Wolverine, though, what I was trying to say earlier, uh, Wolverine, I think it should be more linear. Like, I think there should be just levels for him, and there should not be open world. There's no reason for a Wolverine game to be open world. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like a small map, and we're going based off Old Man Logan. If we're doing yeah. Old Man Logan, oh my god, that the game would be beautiful. Like, I've, I've always wanted another interpretation of that comic book, because that comic is amazing. Like it'd be perfect for a video game or a movie or even like anime, something just another interpretation. But, um, yeah, that's what I would say about superhero games and the unreal engine demo. Like games are just awesome right now. Unreal engine. Like it looks super versatile. Somebody remade all of Ocarina of time and like unreal four. Yes mind-blowing how good it looks in a new engine. Someone figured out how to uh, make Super Mario 64 60 frames per second. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. It's it's crazy what people can do. They just, uh, they rewrote all the code, but in new code. That's the, that, like, that's the whole difference. It's because the code is so old. So the guy yeah. literally just went through there's there's programs that can actually do this where they just they change the language. I don't mm-hmm. know how in the hell that like that, that that seems so complicated to do, but yeah, it's way above mine or probably your skill level, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Like make something that can do that. That's probably like, like machine learning and shit. Yeah, like ter- Terraria it was made in Microsoft 
XRA or XNA framework, which I don't know what the hell that is, to be honest. Yeah. But um, it was made in C-sharp, which is what Unity uses. So you could literally take Terraria and make it on a new platform, which could also run better with the new Unity engine. That's insane. Um, yeah. But, uh, oh, man. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to dive too much into, like, video game dev. Uh, but, yes, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh it is definitely an experience as a career. Um, I think it teaches you a lot of problem solving and you, you go into math uh, like heavy. Like, yeah, the first big question of when you start video game dev is quaternions. Like, that, that, it's like the biggest mystery of video game dev is just like trying to understand rotation. Like it, it's so easy to move an object with code, yeah. but to rotate it in a certain way and stuff like you're, you'll find all these loopholes to get around stuff um, if you want, uh, but like it doesn't really like fix the problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've literally the way I learned Unity and just figuring out how to code video games. I just did online courses and YouTube videos. That's all I've done. And I mean, I don't think you have to do online courses, but but they help. I mean, you can find some really cheap ones online for like 10 bucks. But if you do the actual Unity ones, um, that's what I did. Uh, they kind of just like run you through all the basics of how to, and how to use everything, which is honestly just what you need. And then you can go from there. And what I do to create a game I focus on a premise. Like, what do I want it to be about? Because I recently I've been struggling with creating games or ideas because I'll just sit there, create a new project, load up into it, and just sit there like, what the hell am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Like, I just stare at it endlessly and mindlessly for no reason. <laughs> but uh, was a, that was a problem I had during my brief stint of <laughs> an RPG maker. Uh, oh. I make projects and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to design this fucking intricate world and I'm going to handcraft all these little details into it. And then I'd be like, okay, I've made this world. I've made this overworld. I have no clue what the story is going to be. I don't really know what the gameplay is going to be. And I have no idea what I'm going to do from here. So then I would just scrap it. Exactly. Um, Funny enough, I I know exactly what you're talking about, the RPG maker. Yeah. But uh I I definitely recommend for anyone out there that does like to make video games, I think it's worth it. But it's a yeah. long process. You won't be amazing at the beginning. Um very from what I've learned. To have, I would imagine. Uh yeah. Uh it takes a lot of practice. Yeah. And a lot of errors. Like don't yeah. like don't look at the screen and get an error and be like, What? This is stupid. Like just take a chill pill, try to figure it out, and just take your time and you'll be fine. Because oh, you get those all the time. Like you'll it'll happen. That's what happened in fucking our high school computer science class. We got errors constantly and they just didn't do anything to fix them. 
Yes, exactly. Um, Mr. Law, I'm shouting you out. Uh, I appreciate everything that you taught us. Um, uh, I think definitely the time of us learning all that was uh, really bad timing, I think. Because uh, ah. it was the world was kind of going through a rut at the moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, all um, the all the website creation shit I learned too. I've I've realized is becoming obsolete because of like fucking Wix and Squarespace and WordPress. Like it's yeah. it's so easy. I mean, it is good to pick up those things, but it's nice to know it. Yeah, but it's. It's good if you're wanting to, like, if a company is like, hey, we need our own system. Like, if they don't want to use WordPress and stuff, then sure, like, that, that that's perfect. Like, yeah, that's, that's when you would be like, okay, well, the thing I've been studying for years for is finally happening. Yeah. But, like, that's so rare. Because if a company can just not pay you, but pay a WordPress $19 a month, Mm-hmm. at max for just a website you're obsolete at that point like yeah unfortunately like it's just that's the truth and that's honestly with anything technology wise Alrighty, so we cut out for the second time this episode um i think we're going to execute craig we might um unfortunately we might have to banish him from this realm Uh, send him straight to the fucking shadow realm where he belongs and we might uh, have a new lovely intern for our recording software Um, but we hope that you guys had a great day thank you for joining us and listening to us talk about water and space and video games and whatnot. but uh, yeah we appreciate all of you who who put up with all this bullshit thank you for listening If you are having a good one, have a good morning, good evening, and good night. See ya. Adios.